Hello. Hey there. Thank you for joining me here on the Imperfect Woman podcast. Welcome. Come on in. Come on in. Have a seat. Stand up. Run. Drive. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> Listen to this in your bed. Any, any of these places are fine for me. All are welcome here. Thank you for joining me. Today, we are talking about hair. Let's just go straight into it, shall we? So today I got my hair done. I went to the salon and I got some highlights. So I'm feeling pretty good over here because it's been a while. But the reason why it's been a while, I have to tell you, is eh, I destroyed my hair. (laughs) And in the process of destroying my hair with bleach and then spending the years afterward trying to get it back to what it could be, I've learned a lot about myself. I think this has been an incredible journey full of personal development and growth. I have learned so much because of my hair, which is just crazy. And on top of that, when I was in the salon today, I was talking to other people, obviously, because I like to talk to other people. And the woman next to me wanted to get highlights, but the strand test result didn't come out fantastic, let's just say. And she didn't get highlights. Um, The salon owner, the girl that I go to, she was like, eh, I don't know if this is necessarily the best idea because it was, she already had colored hair, like, I don't know, old highlights. And then she colored on top of it. And then obviously she would need to highlight the entire strand, which had the virgin hair at the top. And then the already previously highlighted hair on the bottom, which was then covered up with color. So anyways, it would have been really uneven and like kind of like have the bands and stuff like that. If you know, you know. So I asked her because she's okay. So she was very upset that she had to get, I think she put like brown on top of it all to even out the color because she had a lot of brassiness from whatever washed out. And it, it was just really interesting. I've been thinking about doing this podcast episode about hair for quite a while now, but I know it's odd and whatever. I've just been thinking about the angle I wanted to kind of take with it and the conversation I wanted to have. And it was just very interesting. I've had all of this floating in my head. Then I had my hair appointment today. And then the the drama of the hair and the chair next to me was interesting too, because I've had my own hair drama. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, like probably every single woman out here has had hair drama. Even if you've never colored your hair, which is not me. (laughs) The first time I colored my hair, I was probably like 12. But even if you haven't, I can imagine maybe you've thought about what it would be like to color your hair or at least maybe what you would look like with a different hair color. I find it would be rather impossible in today's society to not even think about what would I look like if my hair looked like this, even if it was just imaginative and silly. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one who's been coloring my hair since I'm 12. Maybe, maybe that's just me. And I'm the only one in the room. I'm the oddball. Of course, I'm the oddball. I'm always the oddball in the room. So I'm the oddball in my room that has been coloring her hair for so long, she doesn't even really know what her natural color is. So all of this was happening today. And I asked her, I was like, why do you really want these highlights? I was just curious. And she said, it would make me look lighter. And she's Latina. And I'm like, okay, why do you want to look lighter? And she was just like, oh, well, you know, I just do. I just want to look lighter. And I was like, that's interesting because here I am over here, la gringa, like the whitest girl probably in the city. And I prefer to try to look darker, right? It's always like, you want what you don't have. The grass is always green on the other side. And I told her, well, I think your hair color looks amazing. I mean, the color that she's putting on it, it it makes you look incredible. And she's like, I know, 
but I just want it to be later. And she just kept staring at me with all this envy because I was getting highlights. And that's obviously what she wanted, right? Like she had this longing look in her eyes. And I just thought it was a really interesting conversation. And I also, I started to feel bad about myself because I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I have what she wants. And that makes me feel bad about myself automatically instead of, I don't know, like not proud of myself. That's the wrong word, but like feeling confident, maybe, you know, confident in who I am and just glad I can get the highlights that I wanted to get, you know, even though I have a giant backstory behind that, I'll tell you in a second, you know, I, I started to feel bad about myself. Isn't that interesting how I had something that somebody really wanted, something that somebody was longing for, and then I felt bad about myself for having it. Have you ever felt that way? Oh, I have. Oh, about money. I felt bad about that, especially because I, I really know what it's like to struggle with that. Um, my ability to even like move and walk around or be healthy when so many people don't have that, you know, I can, I can really guilt trip myself, um, if I let my mind go there. So that was interesting today. So I kind of, in my head started shaming myself for being able to highlight my hair and for being light. As she said, the thing that she wanted that she was not, which is just crazy in my head because I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had your like gorgeous golden skin color. I'm not over here trying to like wish me to be even more pale. <laughs> like you're gorgeous. And, and it's like she didn't even see it because she just wanted what was on the other side. And then I applied that to myself as I was sitting there. Oh my gosh, here I am doing the same thing, but it's inverse. I like having blonde or highlighted hair because it makes me feel like a little bit darker in a way. Like if my hair is lighter than my skin, my skin kind of like stands out a little bit more as like golden-ish. But then when I have dark hair, which I totally have had before or like somewhat close to my natural color, I feel like very washed out almost like ghostly. Like the hair is so dark that it makes my skin look so white. I don't like that either. It's like uh, for me, I like to have that golden tone or aura to my skin or my hair. It's just something about me. I think in my natural energy, I have a golden aura and I've been told this by people who read energy. It's just a golden aura around me. I don't read energy in that way, so I don't know the color of my aura, but I have been told that many, many times. So I've just kind of accepted it. And I think that it's kind of like, I don't know, I just kind of like the golden vibes. So there she is not wanting her natural golden vibes. And I'm like, oh, if I only had what you had. But I found that to be an interestingly complex conversation where I went down the shame rabbit hole. She probably went down the shame rabbit hole in her head. And there we are, two incredible women feeling bad about themselves for no reason whatsoever. Gosh. We do this a lot. It just has to stop. And I think it stops when we learn how to call better attention to what we were doing in the thoughts inside of our heads. I felt bad because how I was naturally born. She felt bad because how she was naturally born. And neither of us decided how we were going to be naturally born. It's it's just very interesting. So Let's talk more about my hair story because I think there's a lot to be learned from it and I'd be interested to hear your hair story too. You can send me a DM and tell me on Insta at Mallory2DMe or at ImperfectWomanHQ. Like just tell me what your hair story is. I find them to be very interesting. So, well, let's, let's, maybe I'll tell my latest hair story. I have so many. I mean, I'm 36. I've been coloring my hair since I was 12, right? So I've pretty much tried all hair colors except for red. I've never done red. And I think I've never done red because my hair is naturally 
kind of brassy, especially when I'm doing lift, like highlighting it, stripping color. So in my mind, I've never wanted to go red because it's like always the thing I'm trying to avoid as I'm lightening my hair, right? So I have had everything from like pretty much black hair all the way through complete platinum. I have had hair down to my waist and I have had hair cut to the lobes of my ears. I've never done like the pixie thing. Um, I, I don't know. I just, the way I look at hair, I guess is kind of the way I look at life. It's just hair. And tapping back into that famous, now famous episode that you guys love so much. If you haven't listened, go listen to it on the Imperfect Woman podcast. It's called I Trust Myself. I'm going to bring some of that conversation into hair. So if you haven't listened, you can go back and listen and kind of fill in the gaps after you listen to this. But it's pretty much like it's hair. And thankfully, I'm in a position with my body that my hair does grow back. So if I give myself permission to do something that is different and not ordinary from what it normally is, and I don't like it, it'll grow back, right? So at least I know this about myself and I basically trust my body to grow hair. That sounds so weird, (laughs) but stick with me, okay? I trust my body to grow hair. Like I just know that my body is going to do what it is programmed to do. And thankfully, my body does grow hair on the top of my head because some people don't have that. So I feel grateful that I can do that. So for me, when I'm about to do something crazy like bleach my hair platinum like I did in 2019, I'll tell you that story in a second. That's the latest story that I'm still recovering from here in 2022. But when I do something like that, I fully understand the risks involved. I fully understand it's going to be a process to move away from it. Shall I want to move away from it? I get it. I get it. I'm not like bleaching my hair platinum and saying, oh my God, I can't believe what happened, right? (laughs) Like, oh, there's damage. Okay, that's part of the process. That does suck. It happens sometimes. Could the way it was done have been better? Sure. When I went to a previous stylist, not the one I have now, that's what happened. And it happens. So it's not like I'm sitting there pissed about it. Like I I just understand. I I get it. Like it's going to grow back and then I can learn from that. You know, what happened in that situation? Oh my gosh, there's so many variables when you're bleaching hair, but could have been a better product, could have been a lower volume, well, lower volume uh, peroxide that would have done better with a different product, like so many things, right? Or timing or um, I don't know. I'm not licensed over here, but I've just been through the process a lot. I don't even know how many hours of my life I've spent in that chair over the years since I was 12, a lot. So I've seen a lot of things. I've talked to a lot of people because I've always been someone that at least highlights her hair. I enjoy a lighter hair color on me because like I said before, I feel like it makes my skin more golden and I like that look on me. I feel like it matches my vibe. So when I have highlights or when I have like kind of blonde hair at least, I feel like it's me is the best way to describe it. And by that, I mean, I feel like it's my vibe. And by that, I mean, it feels like it matches my energy. So for those of you out there that read energy and auras and say I have a golden aura, that's why I can kind of get it because I feel golden. That sounds weird, but like I do feel like I have golden energy. I mean, maybe if I had blue energy, I would feel like I had blue energy and maybe I would want blue hair, but that's just not how I feel. So I really do feel like I match the whole golden vibe thing and I like that. So I've pretty much always had some type of blonde hair, except for when I'm like, oh, I'm going to try something different and dye it dark, which I definitely have. And when I have done that, made it darker, that's interesting because I really don't feel like myself. Ooh, that's interesting. It it kind of like pulls me in. I almost feel like it's raining in my energy. Stay with me on this. 
I feel like it's holding me back in some way, energetically speaking, when I dye my hair dark. I know it sounds crazy, but I think hair has a lot to do with your energy and your vibration because it ties into your physical appearance, which then ties into your heart and energy and all those metaphysical types of things. Even your self-confidence. It's it's very interesting. That's why I wanted to do this episode on hair. Well, it, First of all, it's first of all, okay. So it's nice to talk about something that's not serious because the world is pretty messed up right now. And I don't know, it, it's just nice to get my head away from what's going on. So yes, I want to talk about hair. And then the other part of it is like that whole personal development journey of hair and to further go into that identity and how hair can create an identity for us, whether that is an identity we want to be in or an identity that we don't want to be in. So for example, I like how the highlights or the blonde makes me feel, which ties into my identity. It's very interesting. And when I feel like I'm in alignment with the identity that I want, I feel more confident I feel more unstoppable. I get out there. I do more things. I don't hold myself back as much. And that's all because of hair. So when I have made my hair dark, what I have found is I don't feel like myself. I feel energetically flattened. I feel flattened. Like, I want to say it's kind of like, Imagine my energy as a big golden ball of glowing energy and you put it in a box, but the box, the the lid to the box is open. And then like, so you have this like golden light type of energy, like kind of like radiating from the box. And then you close the box. Like, let's just say it's like one of those moving boxes that have the the four flaps, like one on each side, two long ones and a short one. It feels like for me, when I have dark hair, that somebody is closing the box on me and holding this radiant golden aura I have from going to the outside world. That's weird. So it's kind of like, I, I don't feel as radiant. I feel turned down a little bit, like turning the volume down a notch, almost like it's a notch. Maybe I could describe it that way. Like the notch is being turned down. Like for me, having dark hair feels like I'm turning down the notch on myself, which is interesting. So then I've had really light hair, like when I made it platinum in 2019, December, 2019, I went completely platinum. I've always had like the, before that, like the yellow golden blonde highlight, maybe sometimes a base break type of thing. But in 2019, I was like, you know what? I want to do something different. And I was like, I'm just going to go platinum. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, cause for a while I had always wondered like, okay, I like when my highlights appear lighter. So what would happen if I just did the entire thing? Like an all or none thing. What would happen if I just did it? And then I said to myself, well, you're probably going to damage your hair. You've grown your hair nice and long and it's healthy and you've spent years doing this. So what's going to happen is it's going to get damaged. You'll probably have to have it shorter. Haven't you guys noticed that everyone with like super platinum hair, if they're not wearing extensions, has like shoulder length hair. Well, there's a reason why. So I decided, you know what? I am going to go platinum. And I did. So December, 2019, I went platinum and that was really fun except for the damage it caused. I had a lot of breakage and that sucked going into 2020 (laughs) because you guys knew what happened next in March, right about time when I was ready to go get my hair done. Um, yeah, all that shut down everything. And there I was with platinum hair and like 
super dark roots and then one giant line. We're not talking about like, what did they call it? Like a root melt or whatever where it like blends together. Oh no, like I just had platinum hair and then it grew out. (laughs) And that made for an interesting spring slash summer of 2020 because I really didn't have anything to do with it. And that felt really awkward. Oh my God, I felt so bad about my hair and about myself. Even like my self-confidence was like, like in the tanks. I was like, I don't want people to see me. I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to be doing anything. You guys know I'm I'm on camera a lot, especially with my business for uh, clients online where we help coaches scale online businesses. So like that, that's me teaching a lot of stuff on camera. And I just felt like crap. And I just dreaded when I had to go on camera. It was very energetically lowering. Like I just did not feel good about myself because I didn't feel in alignment with what I had desired or what it could be. Because now I had like, I don't know how many inches of roots, three inches of roots or something like that. That seems like a lot, but maybe, maybe something to that tune. And it just didn't look good. Like it didn't look intentional. It looks like I it looked like I just was not taking care of myself, but in that case, everything had shut down. It's spring 2020, so I couldn't, right? And that made me feel horrible about myself. I had felt so cool and different with my platinum hair all the way until like March, April, May, and then I was feeling horrible about myself. So finally, the restrictions lifted and I could go get my hair done again, and I decided that I was going to keep it platinum, so get the roots touched up and made platinum, but not color the bottom part that was already platinum. And that's what I did. Um, And then I kept that platinum for a while. And then I had so much breakage, I wanted to get extensions put back in again. And I'll tell you my extension story too. This is a really good story. But in 2020, I think like some late summer, fall 2020, I got extensions put in. But this time, like when she put them in, they were they were long. So these ones, they're just they're long. And then you cut them to whatever length you want them cut. When she put them on, I was like, ooh, I like these. Can you not cut them? And that was so crazy because those things were like almost down to my waist and I had never had hair that long. My natural hair just doesn't grow that long. I have a lot of hair, but it's thin and I find growing my natural hair out is difficult because it's just, I don't know, when it gets too long, it's just thin. So I had never really grown my hair like that and we left it. So I had these really long platinum extensions for I don't know, maybe a year or something like that. And then I just kept the top platinum and she was doing a really great job at keeping my hair healthy, which was fantastic in the way that we were bleaching it with a low volume. I don't know what it was, maybe like 10 or something like that. And it just basically sits on my hair for, I don't know, an hour, hour, hour and a half, something like that. And it works and I didn't have a lot of damage and she was using really great products on it. So I think that's also why I didn't have a lot of damage. And she used this thing called Olaplex. Those of you that bleach your hair probably know about it. Those of you that don't Google Olaplex, O-L-A-P-L-E-X, and your stylist can use it to help protect your hair. So that was working out really well for me. But after like a year, I just, I don't know, I guess the novelty wore off and I was like, I think I want to add some dimension back into my hair. Yes, dimension is the word. But then that means like a highlight situation, like having natural hair and then just doing highlights and not bleaching out the entire thing. So that's what I decided to do after that. And I was really tired of the the extensions at that point because they're super heavy and they're really hot. And well, we live in Miami. So I love them. But it was like every single time I washed my hair, it was like a good half hour to dry them. And then if I didn't blow dry them, they always looked horrible. I had to blow dry them to keep them like nice and shiny and smooth and straight and not tangled. So it was a lot of maintenance. And then on top of that, I like exercising. So working out was not fun with long hair extensions. 
I needed to wash my hair very often because I'm not one of those people that work out in full makeup and I look gorgeous and I have my hair done and all the things. I actually sweat when I work out. I know I'm one of those people. I know. Don't tell anybody, but I sweat a lot. So for me, that means a shower and washing my hair after I work out. I can't I can't just go on with my day with my full makeup on and my false lashes and all the things. I can't be that girl. I'm just not that girl. So I had to wash my hair a lot, which made the extensions come out sooner. And it was just a maintenance nightmare from that perspective. But I really liked how it looked. It was fun. It was just a different look and it was fun. And that's the point. It's just the change of the vibration to lift the vibration. For me, that felt like a lift of a a vibration. Like the blonde for me feels like a lift in energy because it just kind of matches that type of golden aura in my head. So for me, that I thought like, oh, well, platinum, that's the ultimate. Like, let's lift our energy way up to here. But in hindsight, I can tell you, I don't think it did that. I think that my aligned energy is still more on that golden color than the total platinum color with hair, which is really interesting. So I didn't find a correlation like the blonder I am, the better I feel. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. It was just something different. It was something fun. And it was just kind of like an effort moment. Let me try it and let me see how it feels and what it looks like. It's kind of like just me giving myself permission to play, which I didn't get the chance to do for a very long time because I had spent so much time in corporate and in corporate, you can, but you can't just bleach your hair and have extensions down to your waist. You know what I'm talking about? Like HR is not allowed to send you an email saying you're losing your job because of your hair, right? We know that can't happen. But if you go back and listen to the episode called I got fired, you'll get a good view of what actually does happen. So stuff like that does happen. It just doesn't happen in a way that can be directly correlated and like traced to you dyeing your hair platinum platinum and getting waist-long extensions. But they can find other ways to not like you or prove that you're doing a bad job because they want you out. Maybe they feel if it's a female, she feels threatened because you're prettier than her. You get more attention than her or like stuff like this is very, very common. And when I was in corporate, I was very conscious that I had to play the game if I wanted to advance in the game. So just dyeing your hair platinum and getting extensions down to your waist would not have been a good move in this game because it would have drawn too much attention to me. And in this game, you'll also die if you have too much attention. (laughs) part of the unspoken rules of the game. If you have too much attention, you will die. You actually will because you'll make enemies. Even though you don't know they're your enemies, they'll actually just hate you and find ways to get rid of you. And that's just how the cookie crumbles over there. So I knew not to do something like that because it would cause people to not like me. Like in corporate, you want to be likable. You don't want to look like a threat. You don't want to give energy like you're a threat because you have to survive and you have to be able to navigate different personalities. And if you sway too far on one side, you're kind of playing with fire. The place to be in corporate is like the happy middle where nobody can dislike you. Like you're just super likable. Like you you're not one extreme or the other. That's how you can navigate it because whatever personality you meet, you can fall within the constraints and you can survive. That's horrendous that I just said that. Okay, moving on. Truth though, truth bomb. So yeah, so where was I? Oh yes, so platinum hair extensions, decided to take the platinum extensions out after like a year. So after I took the platinum extensions out, then it became time to really like start to cut my hair more to get rid of some of the 
breakage because the extensions hide the breakage. Without the extensions, you have giant gaps in your hair, basically. So then I had to go on this journey of cutting my hair in different increments. It depends on like where the breakage was. So like with each haircut, we'd try to cut it up to the next level of breakage pretty much. That was interesting. At that point, I had hair at like right under my earlobe, I think at the shortest, because that was one of the next levels of breakage we really needed to reach. So it was cut to that length. Um, and I want to say that was maybe like six months ago ish from now. And it was fine. So like also having the short hair, not being able to put it in the ponytail and just looking in the mirror at short hair, something I've never had. That was interesting on my mind too because my identity couldn't even be tied to long hair anymore. So it wasn't dark. It wasn't light. It was growing out. It had highlights on it. So it's like brown and then with highlights. So it wasn't on either extreme. And then it was short on top of that. And what I found with that is I felt less feminine for sure. I felt way less feminine And that was an interesting experience for me because energetically, I'm kind of a type A, which is masculine energy, but I'm also very feminine. I feel as well, like I have a complete balance of that feminine energy. And it took my, it took that part away from my physical appearance. So I felt more masculine because when I would look in the mirror, I just would see short hair, not like pixie cut short, but just imagine like under my earlobe short, like where your earrings would hang maybe like that. And that felt way more masculine to me. So then it was like this internal identity crisis of how do I navigate this world when I look in the mirror and that makes me have this vibration I'm experiencing of of feeling more masculine, although I do feel feminine inside. That was interesting. That was very interesting. So it was this process of allowing my inner feminine to be there and not be masked by what I was seeing in the mirror. Talk about a personal development experience guys, cut your hair, color your hair, like do something that you don't normally do. It's very interesting. Just like I experienced when I had the dark hair, I felt like my aura was just being shoved into a box because I normally have the light hair by choice. And then I had the dark hair by choice and that was an experience I had. So while having that dark hair, I had to learn how to handle that feeling that I was like being truncated energetically. That's a weird explanation, (laughs) but that's kind of what it felt like. Even though I'm in complete control of my feelings, it was just interesting, like what naturally kind of bubbled up, I'd say. And then I had to handle it. So like the feelings would bubble up, the thoughts, the feels, And then I would have to handle it with my mind. And I'd say a lot of it did take logic. It did take logic, which is interesting. Because I had to overpower the emotion that comes up from the physical appearance. Like you look in the mirror and the appearance is not what you want it to be. It's not in an energetic alignment with what you want it to be. And I'm sure this can go into weight and body image and all that too. But I'm going to keep it on hair for this episode. So you're staring in the mirror and you're not, you don't look like what you kind of expect to look like. So if I have this golden aura energy to me and I just feel that way all the time and then I look in the mirror and I see this dark hair, it feels off for me. It feels off for me. And maybe if you had blonde hair or highlights and you're used to the darker, it would feel off to you too. It it could be vice versa. I don't think it really matters which way. And I think different people just have different energy to them. So 
what I have learned on this journey of having dark hair, light hair, short hair, long hair, it's it's about your ability to understand your identity beyond what you can physically see. And that's interesting if you actually try to do that. The closest thing you can probably get to that is if you use one of those apps and then you change your hair color on one of those apps and just look at yourself for a while. It makes you kind of look at it like, oh my God, this is so weird. But imagine walking around like that every single day. It's really interesting. It's really interesting. And I totally did experience that. So what I want to say about hair is I have found that it's a journey into identity. It's a journey into energetics. And we can play if you're at like the advanced level and you want to start playing with this stuff like I do with identity and energetics. It's like give yourself permission to do something that you wouldn't normally do. And what's going to have to happen is you're going to force yourself to adapt and manage, and you're going to have to figure out how to thrive in a situation where energetically you might not be aligned to thrive. All from literally just cutting or coloring your hair. This is like advanced level playing with energetics and identity, which can go like way over to the super woo-woo end. But I think I've always enjoyed playing with it at that advanced level. And maybe this is like the part of mastery I have around myself, which is very difficult to explain, but how I've gotten it is by putting myself into situations where I have to figure out how to thrive. It's kind of like being dropped into a video game where there are animals that are trying to kill you and eat you and your little character just has to like figure it out, right? And I think I've gotten very good at figuring things out. And that does tie back to that I trust myself episode. I trust myself just to figure it out. If I dye my hair black today, and trust me, I know it's going to make me feel like energetically trumped or like frumpy or like not myself. I I know it would because I have done it. I'm just going to have to figure out how I can tap into my internal energy, which has nothing to do with my physical appearance and maximize that. Like I can't ride off of any energetic input from my physical appearance. And let me tell you, your physical appearance does give you a good bit of energetic input. It really does. Like if you're looking good that day and you know it, it's easy for your self-confidence to feel boosted that day. If you're looking crappy that day and you know it, it is easy for your self-confidence to just be tanked that day. And based on how you feel, especially confidence-wise, you'll either go for things or you won't. You'll go for the thing you want, the dream you have, the thing you need to do next, or maybe you won't. Maybe you won't energetically feel like it because you feel off. It can actually hold you back. And it's crazy because it's physical appearance and it shouldn't be that way. But it's a tool is how I look at at it. Physical appearance is a tool. So if we're doing things to ourselves with our physical appearance that make us feel better, then you know, we're going to go do different things. We're going to do things that we would only do if we feel confident about ourselves. Now, if you're only riding on physical confidence from physical appearance, let me explain it that way, then I think you're missing a whole part of that because you're missing the internal part of it, right? It's, It's interesting because I think the two get to play together the internal and the external. And I think if you only have the external, like let's just say you have this ideal body according to whatever you feel like an ideal body should be, not what society tells you, but if you have an ideal body and it feels good to you, you're going to feel way more confident. But that doesn't get to dictate the inner confidence that you have inside because of your heart 
and because of your beliefs, which is interesting. But sometimes we let it do that, right? Sometimes we do let it do that. If you guys want to experience massive growth, I dare you to do something opposite that you normally would do with your hair. If you've always had long hair, cut it short and work on the internal to survive. You'll come out so much stronger. If you've always had short hair, go put some extensions in. It's going to be fun. See what happens. Go get some extensions. There's all different types of extensions. You can look them up on YouTube. Some of like the easiest ones to put in are tape extensions, but I find those fall out kind of quickly for me. But like an extension that's sewed in stays in a little bit longer. So you can Google something around there. Um, But totally do it. Why not? Like literally, why not? It's kind of fun. If you've always had super light hair, dye dark. If you've always had super dark hair, make it lighter. It's really interesting to see the growth that creating a physical appearance change like that will invoke. It's a personal development journey. And I'll tell you, it's not always fun, but it forces you to grow. It forces you to grow because you can't be dependent on what you're used to be being dependent on, right? So I'm used to having a long blonde hair and all of a sudden it's gone. There's a lot of shifting that has to occur because you've associated your identity to that. And there's another point about hair I want to touch on too. And it has to do with extensions, for me at least. I always saw hair extensions as this thing that people in Hollywood have. And I am not a person in Hollywood. Oh no, Mallory Tadimi is not in Hollywood. So she could never have hair extensions. I've always thought this. And eh, about 20, 20, I don't know, 2012, I was like, I really wish I could have something like that. But in my head, I'm like, oh no, hair extensions, that's like thousands of dollars. And I don't have that right now. There's no way I can just go get this like thousand dollar, multi-thousand dollar Hollywood hairstyle. And then like, what would people think of me on top of that? You know, I I just have like shoulder length hair one day and then I walk into work the next day and I have super long hair. That's not going to fly for me. So I, I've, I thought about that. And then when I left my job after becoming an entrepreneur, I became an entrepreneur while I was still in my job. I built my business while I was in my job. After I left, it was like this massive amount of freedom that was delivered upon me because now my physical appearance didn't really matter not like it did at corporate. And that's when the idea really started to haunt me a little bit more. Like, hey, why don't you get those hair extensions? And I didn't have the money for a bit, but after my business took off, I was totally able to at least spend a couple hundred dollars on hair extensions, like tape hair extensions. And that's what I did way back then. I think I had like six of them. (laughs) Um, the latest time I had extensions, I don't even know how, how many I had. Doesn't it go by grams? I don't know. I think it was, what was, I I just, I don't know. I can't remember a lot, (laughs) like 30 pieces, like sandwiches, maybe 40 sandwiches. I I don't even know. I call them sandwiches. (laughs) Like the way that the tape ones work is that it's hair attached to kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the material is kind of like a material that a wig is made out of or something. So like the hair is attached to that and it's like a long, I don't know, uh, maybe like an inch or two inches long thing. And then you have like hair attached to one part and then you put your natural hair in the middle and then you have another one that has 
hair on it. So it's kind of like a sandwich with your hair in the middle. And then the two with the hair on it have, it's like a double-sided tape almost that sticks together and it, I don't know, it's just like seals and it creates this like tape bond that lasts for like eight weeks. And then it just kind of starts to peel in the corners and it falls out. So, um, yeah, I had like six tape extensions back in the day and I felt like a Hollywood movie star because I had these extensions and I would never have let myself had have these extensions before because it's just not something that Mallory Tadimi does. She's not that kind of person. But I had this like secret desire that I never told anyone about on the inside. And I can remember one day I was getting my hair done and I was asking my stylist how like, so I have a lot of hair, but I have thin hair, how I can get a thicker hair look maybe with the cut or something like that without using so much product because the product can only take you so far to add some thickness. And she's like, oh, well, you know, there's a number of people that don't get extensions for length, but they get extensions for thickness. And I was like, what? Tell me more. And then she told me about it and I was like, I want to do that. And then she's like, okay, let me order you a pack of it or whatever. And she did. And it was like six, six extensions. And I just felt so cool that I had hair extensions and my hair was like shoulder length at the time. And this is when I was doing some consulting work and I was on site a lot with my client. And I can remember one day I had like one of these six hair extensions in and I was in the break room. So you guys all know the break room, you know, where like donuts go to sit there until the office donut dude comes in and eats all the donuts and then like the coffee sits on the pot all day and it just tastes like acid and you don't know the last time somebody made the coffee but like someone tried a timer system to put like a note next to the coffee maker to say what time it was made to help solve the problem but then nobody ever updates that whenever they make coffee so you really don't even know what time it was made like that. <laughs> and, and then there's like the little sink in the corner where there's always somebody that is washing their Tupperware container with like this sponge that's sitting there that's probably been there for at least a year. And you're like, oh my God, I don't even know the germs on this sponge, but this person washes their food with this every single day, their containers. <gasps> yeah. And then the fridge is right there too. And then, oh my gosh, the person, the person that decides to bring their leftover fish to work and then reheat their freaking fish in the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was in one of those break rooms and this one guy, bless his heart. <laughs> his name was Sal. Oh, Sal. And Sal is like, hey, you know, it seems like you got something in your hair over there, but I don't know what it is. And I was like, oh, crap, my, that's my piece of extension that grew out that's like hanging out over like behind my tucked ear. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just you got something in your hair. <laughs> and that was like my first experience. Someone like, what is in your hair? Like nobody ever knew. I guess I had just waited too long to get it taken out and put back in. And that was kind of funny, but I was totally okay with somebody knowing that there was a hair extension in my hair where so many years ago, I would have been mortified, but I just thought oh, they were so cool. And I just came to peace with, I don't know, just being a human and imperfections. I guess around that time, I started to really find my own peace around that. And I was totally fine. Wow. Somebody knew I had a hair extension. It wasn't the end of the world. And from there, from that moment, from that call out moment, shall we call it? And please, like Sal could have cared less. He probably doesn't even remember he mentioned anything about it like so many years later. <laughs> He's like one of those people that are oblivious. And so he doesn't care about it. But I still remember it because it's like one of those things where one of my biggest fears about the extensions was, oh, my God, what if someone finds out I have extensions? That was like my biggest fear. And then like in walks Sal, like waddling in like, oh, hey, by the way, you guys saw you in your hair, you know, and then it just happened and it was so just okay, like not a big deal. 
And from then I got over that fear. So then I was kind of like, oh, maybe I want to get some more hair extensions. And I just kind of went on from there. And then I had them on and off over different periods of time. But I think hair extensions are an interesting topic because it's something, it's like one of those false rules that I put on myself. And I'm sure you guys do this too, where you create these own rules in your head that don't exist in any other space than your head. So I had this false rule that in order to have hair extensions, I must be, and then fill in the blank. And then for me, it was kind of like, I must be a person who is worthy or has some type of role that would require extensions, like being a movie star. And obviously I didn't have any of that, any note of fame to me back then, not an audience, like nothing, not even an email list. I just started my consulting company and had a couple of clients and was able to just be on my own and not work for corporate. And that made me so happy. And at that point, it was just this like big eye-opening experience into my identity where I don't have to answer to anyone about hair because I did feel like I had to answer to people about hair when I was in corporate. And then I also didn't have to answer to myself with all these silly roles of what I could do or what I couldn't do or who I could be or who I couldn't be. I didn't have to you know, no more false constraints or false beliefs or rules that I would put on myself, or you could even say lies that I would tell myself. Somebody like me is not the type of person that would ever have hair extensions. And we can even carry this over to money or to business. I talk a lot about this in my clients online program. You know, who am I to be someone that has money? I'm not the type of person that has money. I don't come from a family that has money. Therefore, I'm not the type of person to have money. Why not? You know, just because someone in your family has never had money doesn't mean that money is bad or it's not for you. It just means nobody in your family has been able to. To, to move past the blocks that it requires to do in order to get money and to truly be financially secure. And I look back at it now, especially on a topic like hair, that sounds so ridiculous to be getting emotionally upset about, but is it really? Because I think there's a lot behind hair. It can be cultural It can be personal and the beliefs we have about a particular look, which is just fascinating, (laughs) like how I opened up with the podcast where it's like, I want to be more golden. I want to have a darker skin look. I want to glow more. But then literally the woman next to me is like, I want to be light like you, (laughs) right? And it's like, no, I want to be golden like you. And two incredible women are just staring at each other with internal shame for how they are and like it's not good enough or they desire something that they are not. It's just interesting. And I never understood the power of hair until I gave myself permission to start playing with it and I understood the power that it had over me, which is interesting. And then the power it has on this external and internal level. I I never thought until I started playing with it and understanding it a little bit more that the external identity can frame so much of the internal identity and the ultimate exercise is to have mastery over the internal identity. So the external is just something on top, whether that be something you desire or not. Like it, it just, it doesn't matter, you know? And I've also had the thought of, gosh, 
the people that go through such a terrible disease like cancer and they go through chemo or any other treatment that causes them to lose their hair or really any other condition that you have that causes hair loss, it's difficult to imagine what you must be going through because it's like you have something like hair and then you frame your identity a piece of your identity, at least around having hair or a particular type of hair, and then it's gone. And I can even see why something as simple and not as serious as something like cancer, but like even men that go through like male pattern balding or just hair thinning, or even women go through this too. It's not as common as men, but many women do go through it where their hair thins or they lose their hair or you have alopecia or something like that. That's really difficult. And I can't understand it completely because I haven't personally been through that. And everything I've done with my hair has been 100% self-inflicted. And I understand that and I accept that. It's just difficult to imagine the identity challenge that someone goes through that did not intentionally inflict that upon themselves. Like they have one thing that they're used to and then all of a sudden they have a different situation. That must be extremely difficult to see that physical change that you didn't ask for and that you don't even have control over. And then managing your internal identity around that, that your hair doesn't define you in any way, even though for so many years, it kind of has defined a part of you. Separating those two, that the internal and the external, I imagine must be difficult in any type of situation where your hair changes and it's not by your choice. That's not a shallow topic. I know I'm approaching hair from a really interesting topic and I want it to be more lighthearted, but that's very serious. And I don't know. I just don't have answers around that one and I'm not looking for answers and I know there is no answer, but I just think it must be very difficult. And I just want you to know, I think it's difficult if you're going through that and I see you. So hair can be used as a tool though, I think if we are lucky enough to be able to have the choice, let me say, to use it as a tool. And if you are lucky enough to be able to use it as a tool and you do have choice around hair, give yourself permission to try something totally left field. Maybe it's pink hair. (laughs) Maybe, maybe it's balage. Maybe it's some kind of ombre look. Maybe it's highlights. Maybe it's low lights. Ooh, I've had low lights a good number of times. And that definitely adds some depth to it without going totally dark. And that's been an interesting experience and kind of fun, but while still keeping the identity with the blonde, just try it. You know, that inner self-mastery can happen from so many different tools that we have and personal development and growth tools. But I do find hair is an interesting tool because it allows you to play with your external identity and see how your internal does without it. It's very interesting. Very interesting. And you should try it. I mean, you could try it with clothing too, I think, but there's, I don't know. It's not like wearing a baggy t-shirt when you're used to wearing tight shirts or wearing a tight shirt when you're used to wearing baggy t-shirts. It's different. I think there there's some like deep rooted attachment to hair in, into your identity, which is why it's interesting to play with. And just my experience in playing with that external identity has been good for my internal identity, I will say. I think it's one of the reasons why I've grown so much over the years, as silly as this sounds, because I have forced myself into situations that feel uncomfortable to me 
where I've just had to trust myself to grow. And hair is just one of the tiny little situations that I forced myself into. But I do find that it's a very accessible one to play with. And I think that it's it's something that you don't see a lot of people playing with for personal development reasons because the two don't necessarily seem correlated. But oh my God, they 100% are. So give it a go. Let me know how it goes. Thank you for listening today for the Imperfect Woman podcast. I'd love to know your hair experience and if you've noticed anything like I've been talking about today with the the link between your hair and your identity, send me a DM on Instagram at Mallory Tadimi or at Imperfect Woman HQ on Instagram or just go find me on Facebook or wherever on social media and let me know your hair story. And if you've seen that correlation, I just find it to be fascinating. And it was one of those examples that was just on my mind lately. And then obviously in my face today, since I went to go get highlights earlier this morning. And if you want to know more about me, maybe you're new to my world, or maybe you're interested in the stuff I do with online entrepreneurs, like coaches, experts, consultants, that kind of stuff, you can find me at clientsonlinesystem.com. That's clientsonlinesystem.com. And if you're interested in what I'm doing with Imperfect Woman, we do have physical products coming soon. Really excited about that. Really cool physical products that help you become the best, most fully expressed version of yourself. So you will find those soon on imperfectwoman.com. And then just go follow me on social so you can keep up with all the things I'm doing. I love talking about this stuff. You'll get updates on new episodes and maybe other trainings I'm doing about entrepreneurship or any drops we have over at Imperfect Woman. So go follow me and I will see you soon. Bye everybody.